This is a special edition of the Bill Bennett Podcast. I'm Claude Jennings. Bill and I had a chance to speak with Byron York. Uh, now, a full uh, political news of the day edition of the Bill Bennett Podcast with Byron York will be released. So you have that to look forward to. Hope you enjoyed the conversation on education with Professor David Galerner. Uh But here is something that I pulled from the Byron York interview. We couldn't have Byron on the show on the week of Ma- of the Masters tournament and not talk a little golf with him. And so at the time we recorded this uh, is a piece with Byron. It was Friday, 11 a.m. Uh, and so the second round of the Masters had just started. So keep that in mind when we talk a little bit about golfers that we think have a shot to win the Masters. But here's Bill, myself, and Byron talking a little golf. Can we talk a little golf? Thank you. Thank you. Um, you are the expert. I got to tell you, story. no, Claude you were, is the you, expert on golf. No, you, 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 you were one of them. But I, I wrote yesterday, and I was already too late uh, to advise my friend who is wagering. You know, my friend who wagers. Okay. Yes. Uh, okay. Because um, it was eight thirty, and they teed off at seven thirty or something. So, nevertheless, I wrote five very impressive, very busy people at eight thirty in the morning. And these are people who, from whom I may not hear for weeks once, usually when I write them. I heard from all five by 9.15. <laughs> all five. They dropped everything, including you. I did. I dropped everything to give you my <laughs> I thoughts. Said, I said, give me, give me six, six players. Anyway, and all these other guys did too. It just tells you something very funny, doesn't it? I mean, oh my gosh, yeah, I can do that. Anyway, I was too late. But my son was ahead of the game, and he advised my friend on the following. Can I run this list by you? Yeah, sure. Brief comment, as we say, lightning round. Yeah. And then we'll talk about the, the tournament itself. Dustin Johnson. Well, he's already won once. He's uh has an incredibly strong sort of tiger-like game. Frankly, he's never been the smartest player, uh, but he's a very patient player now and uh, always a real possibility. Harold Varner. Well, you know, he's actually come um, He's come into his own this year. He won, I believe it was in Saudi Arabia, made this insane shot on like the uh, 18th hole, I think, to win the tournament there. And has been placing – He's not. I don't think he's won in the United States, but he's been placing quite well. So he seems to be one of these guys whose game has come into shape in early April, which is always good. All right. Claude, you can chime in here wherever, whenever you want, all right? Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I asked my son, I said, I've never heard of Harold Varner. Why? He said, I met him. I had drinks with him. I liked him. I thought I'd put his name down. I said, okay. All right, fine. Paul Casey, I think he's out. Yeah, he withdrew. He's uh, had a back problem. All right, so that was a bad bet. Scott uh, Scheffler? (laughs) Scotty Scheffler is like the hot guy. As a matter of fact, he is literally number one in the world now. Uh, Really? and And he was nowhere at the start of the year. And um, he won the tournament in uh, Phoenix, which was his, I believe, first PGA Tour win. And then he won some other tournament. I can't remember what it was. And then he just won the World Match Play Tournament. Um, And so he's just been winning right and left. And uh, is playing extremely well, obviously. Seems to be at just the right time for the Masters. The caution I would give about him is that these tournaments he's been winning are his first tournaments ever. I think he's about 25 years old. And um, it's not unusual for even the best players to blow 
uh, one or two major tournaments before they finally win one because the pressure is so much. I would tell the audience I did not send this list to Byron. This is just Byron off the top, off the top of my head. He mm-hmm. knows this stuff. Okay, Claude, you can you can jump in. Tommy oh, Fleetwood. Oh, great. Tommy Fleetwood. You know, he's one of those players. He's the, the British player. Um, I've He's one of those players who you wonder why he hadn't won one yet. He's often contended. And a lot of he's contended a bunch of uh, major championships. So I wouldn't, I, I don't think that he's in any special shape to win one right now. It's just, I think, you know, like Sergio Garcia finally won a Masters. Uh, Lee Westwood never won uh, a major tournament. He's, he's one, of, but you expected him to. So Westwood is one of these guys you expect to win one major tournament, and maybe this will be it, but just one sometime, sometime down the line. Victor Hovland, Hovland. You know, I don't follow him very closely. Uh, has he won? I know he's been in contention, like in the final group, two or three times, okay. which which is a good indication that, you know, he'll do it again. Brooks Kepka, Kepke. I don't know why people haven't talked about him more. Um, well, here you are. Here's your he's opportunity. Won, you know, he's, he's won four major championships. We, we've already lost half the audience, so just go ahead. He's won four major championships. Uh, there's no he, – he's not won the Masters. There's absolutely no reason why he shouldn't do it this year. You know, what What can you say? He's he's somebody who clearly could win. Cameron Smith. He is the uh, – he's kind of like Scotty Scheffler in the sense that he's super hot right now, just won uh, before coming here, and uh, has, has really come into his own in the last six months. So I would – everything ever, that I said about Scheffler, I would apply to Smith as well. Okay. Uh, is it Colin or Colin Morikura? Oh, Morikawa. Colin Morikawa. Morikawa. He yeah. is um, he is a player that a lot of people expect a lot of. He's a, a came out of Stanford. Uh, he's an American and um, won the PGA Championship in very impressive form a couple of years ago, and okay. then he won the British Open. And so uh, th- that's a pretty good start. He's in his mid twenties, I think. So he's one of these guys that you would never be surprised right now in the next few years that if he wins. Will Zalatoris. Boy, I just uh, – I don't – I know he's been in the, in the final group in a few tournaments um, and ranked high, but I just don't know his playing. Someone named Answer, A-N-C-E-R? Yeah. What's, what's his uh, – Abraham? Yeah, a- a- Abraham answer. Abraham answer. He's. I'll put him in the Zalatoris category. I just don't. Mm-hmm. Claude, you know anything about these two guys? Well, no. Just like Zalatoris answer. So Zalatoris, I mean, really hot his rookie season, kind of on tour. Didn't win anything, but was kind of the next hot guy who never really kind of um, won anything. Abraham answer did win on tour, uh, I believe mid season last year. Okay. Uh, yeah, no, he's great. soft, great short game, you know, soft hands, um, but hasn't won a major yet. Fine bet. Soft hands. What do you mean? Soft hands. Soft hands means uh, obviously in golf, you hit a bunch of shots. You hit it as hard as you can off the tee. And then around the green, you may have to hit it in a very, very delicate sort of way where you literally want the ball to pop in the air, travel four feet, and then roll. Um, and soft hands is just kind of tells you is – is a way of saying that you have that sort of delicate control over the, uh, over the club. Right. All right. Who else should we talk about before we talk about Tiger? 
Um, oh, John Rom. I think you ought to talk about John Rom. I think he's a real okay. possibility. He's the uh, a Spanish player who spent all his time, in, including college, in the United States. Um, and he was really hot. Was it last year? Did he won the U.S. Open? Mm-hmm. I guess it was. Mm-hmm. And uh, he had. It, it was kind of an interesting situation. He was playing a, a tournament called the Memorial Tournament, which is the Jack Nicklaus's tournament. And because it's Nicklaus, he always gets all the best players to come play in it. And so Rom is playing great. And on day three, he finishes the third day. I think it was an eight-stroke lead, just playing, like shooting the lights out. And he tests positive for COVID. And he has no symptoms. He has no nothing. But he has to withdraw from the tournament. I mean, this, this, at that yeah. point, it would have been the biggest win in his career. And with an eight-shot lead, which is hard to blow, he he had to withdraw from the tournament. <laughs> and he handled it with incredible grace. I have to say, handled it with incredible grace. And darn if he didn't turn around a month later, and he won the U.S. Open. So you think, well, maybe somehow it's all for good. And um, he is a very high, high-end player who could easily easily win this tournament. Uh, anybody? Yeah, no, one more player. Um, I would put him in the Scotty Scheffler and Cam Smith bracket, hot player right now. Um, that, you know, a few folks are talking about Patrick Cantley, who won yeah. the BMW championship and then followed up with winning the FedEx um, uh, year end uh, thing. And I think that paid, I think that payday was $20 million to win the FedEx Cup. Tiger. Tiger. Um, well, I tell you, it's, First of all, this, it's astonishing that he's playing golf right now. That's just amazing. 13 months after that accident where I, I wasn't totally sure he's going to walk again. So it's incredible. Uh, it's been clear for a couple of months now that he can play golf, that he could hit shots. And, um, he, you know, he's, he's played in a couple of sort of exhibition-type tournaments. What was unclear and what he always made unclear was whether he has the uh, endurance to walk um, for four rounds of a golf tournament. And, you know, sometimes if it's rain, uh, you know, you play four holes and then the next day you come back and you play 14 holes and then you play the 18. So sometimes they're long days. And I don't know if you've ever been to uh, Augusta national where they hold the masters. The it's a very, very hilly course. The changes yeah. in elevation changes in elevation are more severe than they appear on television. So can Tiger walk four days? I, I don't know, but he is he, he not allowed to, huh? is he not allowed to be in a golf cart? No, absolutely not. There was a lawsuit. There was a lawsuit years ago by a player I named fear Steve. I've offended you. No, well, you, you, no, you walking is part of the game. There was a there was a lawsuit years ago. There was a player named Casey Martin who had been a star at Stanford, and he had a degenerative disease that affected his legs. Yeah. And um, he could play, and he but he needed a cart, and he sued the PGA Tour, and it you know it seemed kind of cruel because pe- people were saying, well, here's this promising young man who ought to yeah. you know, play golf with the best of them, but but he just can't walk. Are we going to keep him out of the tour for that? And the answer was yes. Um, mm-hmm. You had players like Nicholas uh, testifying that, you know, Casey, Casey Martin's a fine young man, but walking is part of the game. Walking is part um, of the game. And it, and it just is. And so if, if Tiger can't walk the course for four days, you know, he can't play. But you, look, he got through day one. I was very impressed. And we're speaking, as we're speaking, it's a few hours before day two, and I think it'll be really interesting to see if he begins to flag. But if he can walk 
through four days on the mat on the on Augusta, then he can clearly contend in the Masters. Uh, he's got issues, problems, but he's not a whiner, I don't think. And no, he was asked, you know, zero to ten pain, and he said more than ten, more than ten. Yeah. Well, you know, this is this is kind of the situation. Uh, is slightly analogous to the situation that Ben Hogan had. Um, and Ben Hogan um, was you know, the greatest player of his generation. I think it was 1950 or 53 or something has a, has a terrible car accident because back in those days, golfers did not have private jets. They drove, they packed the cars and the, the clubs in the trunk and drove from one tournament to another. And uh, he was driving with his wife night in Texas um, something goes wrong. A truck smashes into him and he is really very badly hurt and, um, it takes a long time for him to recover and walking is painful for him for the rest of his life. And, um, he manages to come back and, uh, actually wins what was until Tiger Woods, what was known as the, the grand slam, which is he, he won the masters. He won the U S open. Uh, and he won the British Open, but he didn't play the PGA. So he won three uh, majors in a row, which until Tiger was uh, the only sort of grand slam. And then Tiger's was a Tiger slam. But um, this is kind of like that. And, and and Hogan was viewed as this really courageous guy for just trudging, you know, on his oh, injured yeah. legs uh, uh, along his courses to victory. So, you know, it's not hard to imagine Tiger doing, who has obviously a pretty big t- high tolerance for pain, doing something like that himself. Yeah, I talked to somebody who went, a spectator, it was in decent shape, guy in his mid-50s, and he said he, you know, walked the whole course, followed, yeah. I don't know who he was following, and he said it's, it's exhausting. It's and part of the second, game. On the second day, he quit and went to, what's the place, the Waffle House? <laughs> they, all go to, they, all, they all retreat, too, if you're retreating. Well, you know, you know, when I walk playing golf, uh, I usually don't carry my clubs. I will um, I'll have a a little rope. There's a little rolling trolley you can pull along that you put your golf bag on, which adds, you know, an extra weight, uh, extra burden to you as you walk. But it's clearly a wholly different experience. I I unfortunately do not have uh, caddies like these guys do who carry everything and help them, but still just standing up and walking for that, these, these rounds take four and a half to five hours. So that, that, but is that's all they have to do is walk. They don't have to carry their clubs. Well, I mean, there's nothing keeping them. There's no, nothing prohibiting them from carrying their clubs, but no, they, but they, they don't can have, have a to. caddy. Uh, caddy carries the clubs, keeps everything together. And depending on the player, you know, gives them advice, you know, throughout right. the round. Well, all right. I mean, the world famous Byron York, ladies and gentlemen. You know, I mean, this is incredible. Yeah. One quick thing. So the the Ben Hogan, February second, nineteen forty nine. So not too far off that. Forty nine. Okay. Yeah. And one other thing, Byron. If I don't, mm. I don't mean to interrupt, Bill. But so with Tiger's improbable comeback. I mean, Claude. Claude, wait a minute. Uh, I think we should just specify. You look that up, right? Oh yeah. No, I didn't know Thank that. You. <laughs> you did not contain. You did not have the date. No, 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 no. In your mind at the time, right? (laughs) Guys, Google told me that. This was not top of the head like Byron was doing. No, no, absolutely not. No, I had had time to look it up, and so I did just to kind of – Yeah, no, absolutely. But as improbable as Tiger's comeback would be, 
you know, Hills and everything included, Augusta's probably the best attempt, right? I mean, um, he yeah. knows it like no one else. He's won five, only Jackson won more. Uh, yeah. uh, you know, he can work his way around. It'll have to be extremely long to play the course, I guess. It, this is probably the, the – this is maybe St. Andrews, uh, right? Well, they've made the course really long. Um, but he's he's certainly long enough now to, to win it. It doesn't matter. Um, I agree with you that Masters is the best chance. There's a reason Nicholas won six Masters and he only won four U.S. Opens. Um, I think Nicholas may have won five PGAs and then three British Opens. I think that's right. But um, Augusta is a, is a course that, that somebody who, who knows it back and forth, like Tiger does, uh, is, a, is a place they can win. The British Open is another place. Some, you know, Tom Watson almost won. The British Open at age 59, which was just unbelievable, um, tied for first then lost in the playoff. But um, but I, I would be extremely surprised to see Tiger contend at a U.S. Open, for example. But the Masters, I can believe it. All right. Um, I, I, I don't know uh, if I'm the only one listening now. Uh, it, could or, it could be just us now. Or, or if the audience has doubled and tripled, will I get it? Check emails. And... Uh, your knowledge is deep and, and you're, and you're wise. It's a bit snappish toward me when I asked about golf cart, <laughs> but, but, but that, but that's okay. You just, you just gotta know. I mean, you, you know, when you walk up no. to the ball in the fairway, you can't just like kick it over to, you know, someplace you like better. There, there are rules in yeah. golf and you gotta walk. Okay. And you know it and I don't think uh <laughs> Hope you enjoyed that special Masters edition of the Bill Bennett Podcast. Things are so uh, tense and serious right now. And anytime we get a chance to kind of add a little bit of laughter, a little bit of lightness uh, to the discussion, we like to do so. Again, a full episode of the Bill Bennett Podcast with Byron York discussing news of the day. Uh, politics will be released. Hope you tune in uh, and also go back, listen to uh, previous episodes of the show. Uh, the most recent one with Professor David Galerter on education. Uh, really, really good. Thank you so much. Hope you enjoyed that special Masters edition of the Bill Bennett Podcast. 